This is Scripture on Creation with Dr. Ben Scripture. With a Master of Divinity, a Ph.D. in Biochemistry, and over 30 years of experience studying and teaching about creation, he is well equipped to discuss biblical and scientific perspectives on creation, science, and intelligent design. This and past programs are also available as a free podcast, so you can listen anytime. And now, here is Scripture on Creation. Thank you and welcome to Scripture on Creation. I'm Scott Kump. And I'm Dr. Ben Scripture. Dr. Scripture, in today's program, you want to talk about the size of the universe and prophecy. An odd combination, but it sounds intriguing. Yes, Scott. And I'll add one more facet to our discussion today. I will personally make a prediction based on the connection between the size of the universe and a prophetic statement in the Bible. Hmm. And are you prepared to make your prediction right now, or are you going to make us wait for a more opportune moment? (laughs) Well, Scott, I'll make it right now. Oh, good. Scientists, in particular astronomers, will never be able to accurately determine the size of the universe. Wait a minute. Scientists will never be able to determine the size of the universe? That's what I said. I thought they already had done that. <laughs> Au contraire, my friend. Hmm. Astronomers have made estimates on the size of the observable universe, but no one claims that what we are observing is all there is to it. And I want to make sure we're clear about one other point in my prediction. I said scientists will never be able to accurately determine the size of the universe. So there may be some astrophysicists who come along and claim they know for sure the size of the universe. But part of my prediction would be that their claim would be challenged and shown to be flawed at some later time. All right. Well, we obviously can't validate or invalidate your prediction at this point. That it relates to the size of the universe is apparent, but you said we were going to talk about the size of the universe and prophecy. So how does your prediction relate to prophecy? Because there is a prophecy, or we might even call it a challenge, made by the Lord in the prophet Jeremiah that makes a connection between the size of the universe and a promise that he made. And so, based on God's impeccable word, my prediction depends on the Creator keeping his word. The statement God makes is in Jeremiah chapter 31. And actually, the Lord makes several challenges in this chapter. But first, let's read the specific one that relates to what we've said so far. It's in Jeremiah 31, verse 37, and I'm going to read just part of that verse. Quote, Thus says the Lord, If the heavens above can be measured, then I will also cast off all the offspring of Israel for all that they have done, declares the Lord. Unquote. So there's the challenge. If the heavens can be measured which is the same thing as saying if the size of the heavens can be determined or if the size of the universe can be determined. And if it ever is measured, the Lord says he'll cast off all of Israel. In other words, he'll have nothing more to do with his chosen people. Now, Dr. Scripture, that's an interesting thought because some people, even many Christians, would say, God has cast off Israel, which would open the door to the possibility that scientists have measured the universe, or at least will do so someday. Excellent point, Scott. 
And a hundred years ago, it would surely have seemed like God had totally cast off all the offspring of Israel. But then that crazy decision in 1948 was made by the United Nations of the world after World War II, and the nation of Israel was given back its sovereignty and some of its land, an unthinkable action by any previous events in human history. But it happened. And yet, let's be totally open here. The Jewish people as a whole still reject their Messiah. So, I suppose one could still propose that God has cast them off. However, as I said, God's word has been demonstrated to be absolutely trustworthy to this point in history, and so given his track record, I am confident the promises the Lord made to Abraham and David and to Israel through his prophets will indeed come to pass. And in Jeremiah chapter 31, the Lord makes several. Well, we read the one statement in verse 37 that's specifically related to the size of the universe. But the Creator makes three challenges. They begin in verse 35. So let's read them all. Go ahead and start, Scott. Okay, Jeremiah 31, 35. Thus says the Lord who gives the sun for light by day and the fixed order of the moon and stars for light by night, who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. If this fixed order departs from before me, declares the Lord, then the offspring of Israel also shall cease from being a nation before me forever. Thus says the Lord, if the heavens above can be measured and the foundations of the earth searched out below, then I will also cast off all the offspring of Israel for all that they have done, declares the Lord. All right, so let's list the three challenges the Lord makes. The first is, if the fixed order of the sun, moon, and stars departs, Israel will cease to be a nation forever. The second is, if the heavens can be measured. And the third is, if the foundations of the earth can be searched out below. If any of those things happen or are accomplished by man, then the Lord says he will cast off all the offspring of Israel. And notice, he doesn't say that as some whimsical notion. He indicates that it's because of what they did. You see, they deserved to be cast off for all their unfaithfulness. In fact, that was the point the Lord was making through Jeremiah. The Lord was going to use King Nebuchadnezzar to punish Israel by destroying Jerusalem and carrying the Israelites living in Judah away to Babylon. Between what Assyria and Babylon did to the Israelites, it was going to look like the nation of Israel was gone forever and that all their offspring was cast off. These things were ordained by the Lord and for good reason. But what the Lord was promising was he would not cast them off forever. And to demonstrate how sincere he was, he offers the three challenges we read. And they all had to do with his creative power. The first challenge was based on what the Lord did on the fourth day of creation, when he created the sun, moon, and stars. We'll read Genesis 1, verses 16 through 18. And what I want us to notice is the idea that was expressed in that passage, that the heavenly bodies govern or rule the day and night. In other words, the Creator set up the process of the flow of day into night into day, and the sources of light during the day and night. 
And it's interesting. He confirms this in Jeremiah 31 when he says, Thus says the Lord, who gives the sun for light by day and the fixed order of the moon and the stars for light by night. So, now reading Genesis 1, 16 through 18. And God made the two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He made the stars also. And God placed them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth. And to govern the day and the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. Now, since the Creator was the one who ordained this system, it is understood that no power on earth or in the heavens would be able to alter it. But the Lord, just to make his point, says, If the order does change, Israel will cease forever. But to make an even stronger point, he offers the second challenge, which may on the surface seem more accomplishable, which was what? If the heavens could be measured. Yes, and I interpreted that to mean if the size of the universe could be accurately determined. Then, Scott, with that in mind, you thought that may have already been done. So let's check and see what the astronomers think about the size of the universe. The source I'm going to read from is space.com. Quote, as technology has evolved, astronomers are able to look back in time to the moments just after the Big Bang. This might seem to imply that the entire universe lies within our view. But the size of the universe depends on a number of things, including its shape and expansion. Just how big is the universe? The truth is, Scientists can't put a number on it, unquote. So how big is the universe, Scott? Apparently at this point, God only knows. <laughs> Excellent answer. <laughs> only God knows. But let's keep reading. And I need to preface this with a disclaimer that I and lots of creationists do not accept the numbers they give for the ages they come up with. But I'm reading what space.com says, quote, in 2013, the European Space Agency's Planck Space Mission released the most accurate and detailed map of the universe's oldest light. The map revealed that the universe is 13.8 billion years old. This means scientists can look at a region of space that lies 13.8 billion light years away. Astronomers on Earth can peer 13.8 billion light years in every direction which puts Earth inside of an observable sphere with a radius of 13.8 billion light years. The word observable is key. The sphere limits what scientists can see, but not what is there. Although the sphere appears almost 28 billion light years in diameter, it is far larger. Scientists know that the universe is expanding. Thus, while scientists might see a spot that lays 13.8 billion light years from Earth, that same spot is 46 billion light years away today, making the diameter of the observable universe a sphere around 92 billion light years. I'll stop reading there. And I'm not going to address the assumptions that astronomers use to correlate the distance they measure with the ages they come up with for the universe. At this point, people just need to know that they use several assumptions that require the application of unverifiable numbers to calculate those ages. And to make those numbers work, they have to postulate phenomena like dark matter and dark energy. 
and they must extrapolate the distances we can measure and apply them to distances of billions of trillions of miles. Mm. But one thing they said is certain. No one knows how big the universe is. Amazing. Way back in the days of Jeremiah, hundreds of years B.C., the Creator would offer a challenge that we, with all our modern advancements and sophistications, admittedly can't meet. And thus, Scott, I made my prediction. We'll never be able to accurately measure the size of the universe. Well, Dr. Scripture, now that we've considered these things from both the Bible and science, I agree with your prediction. All right. <laughs> but we have not said anything about the third challenge the Lord gave. Oh, that's right. And what was it? Could the foundations of the earth be searched out below? And I think that means, can we dig to the center of the earth? Or maybe even just to the bottom of the continents? So what do you think, Scott? Somewhere I seem to remember hearing we've only drilled down about five miles. <laughs> well, I found this in the literature. The Kola superdeep borehole on the Kola Peninsula of Russia reached down to 7.6 miles, huh. which is the deepest penetration of the Earth's solid surface to date. Do you know how far it is to the center of the Earth, Scott? Nope. It's 3,959 miles. Wow. So we've searched a little less than 0.2% into the foundations or depths of the Earth. So I don't see us being able to search out the foundations of the Earth anytime soon. And so with all that said, what point was the Creator trying to make? His promises to Israel are unchangeable and irrevocable, as he promised way back when he gave Israel the Ten Commandments and established their observance of the Sabbath. He said this in Exodus 31, 17, It is a sign between me and the sons of Israel forever. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, but on the seventh day he ceased from labor and was refreshed. And that's not what I say. That's what Scripture says. Thanks for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the program. If you would like to hear this or past episodes of the program, you can listen to them on our free podcast, Scripture on Creation. If you have comments or questions you'd like Dr. Scripture to answer, contact him by calling 574-551-1524 or by sending an email to scripture at scriptureoncreation.org.